This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. Both of them were goldfish. It was the cannon of an airplane. He stabbed him with an icicle. And the horse was being Ah, what a hard day's work. Man, I can't believe the three of us bought a farm. Well, yeehaw, wipes brow. That was a hard day's work, looks at JPC. Wowie, what a hard day's work. Hard to believe it's already... 10.30 in the morning, and I think we're done for the day, right? Like, we did a hard day's work, and now we're all done. I think so. Let's let's check the list. Let's check the the pigs. I didn't do it. Well, we all ate, so that's what that means, right? Okay. Yeah. Pet the horses. I didn't do it. (sighs) I thought about doing it. Me neither. I thought in my brain about doing it. Does that count? Do I have to Milked the cows? Who, uh, uh, Who milked the cows? Milk the cows? Are you sure that's on there? Yeah, right here. Here's the thing about the cows. They have kind of what I like to call a natural camouflage to them, so (laughs) it's so hard to see them. You're right. Our grass out there is black and white. (laughs) In a bad way. In a bad way. Yeah, because it's dead. Collect the eggs? Sounds like we didn't do anything on our list, but I feel like we should about call it a day. Well, let's check off what we did do. I put a thistle in my mouth and sat under a tree, cross-legged, playing banjo. I rocked on a rocking chair inside. <laughs> and I started whitewashing a fence and talking about how fun it was, and a couple of neighborhood kids came by and kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JVC. I deserved it for some of my political views. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Don't pull that thread. <laughs> Any hoodle, uh, time to rest up. Time to rest up and do some riddles by the fireplace. Let's turn on the old sound box. Oh, yeah. What if that's what this show was? What if we started reframing it in our brains? It's like, whoa, isn't this show is kind of like dessert. Like, we get to do riddles as kind of like a treat for ourselves after a hard day's work. Yeah. Once we do a hard day's work, we all gather in the parlor. Oh, so you're... Okay, we're going to do the voice. I dropped the voice. I didn't know. Oh. I was... Is that just... JBC, if it's your real voice. Ah. Huh. I, I feel stuck. I feel stuck <laughs> in between worlds. Aaron, what are you doing? Are you keeping the voice? No, I, it dropped for me. I feel like you got stuck in opening oh, segment shit. voice. Huh. I think you might have it the whole episode out. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, I don't <laughs> know that that's true. Professionally, uh, we call this the Uncle Santa conundrum. <laughs> you get stuck in a character. Yeah, that's known as, in the uh, podcast world as the Uncle Santa conundrum. Uh, it, it it's really off. hard to cure. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. I just dropped <laughs> oh, it. Oh, thank God. Interesting. Phew, 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 phew. Uh-oh, it's back. Phew, 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 Look. Yeah, I'm I right. Got... I, can, I can have a good attitude about the show. Is that what you were asking? 
I, I'm glad that yes, and I, and I think it'd be fun to just uh, even though we did just get, come off of a year where we liked riddles, maybe now we do a year where we like the show. Oh, okay, mm. I can do that. Okay, so we hate riddles, but we like the show. I think that's. Uh-huh. I think. That's interesting. I'm willing to try yeah. this. I think it's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, it's like when I try a new dish, when I go to a restaurant and there's something on the menu I've never had mm-hmm. and it's served to me and I'm like, these flavors, I don't know if I'd necessarily search them out, but I'm mm. glad I tried something new. Mm. Mm-hmm. What if every episode's completely different this year? Wildly different. Like okay, each episode could not be more different than the last. We just suggested you do a southern accent for a full episode, and that was too tall an order. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, different, different but stuff. not. Yeah, not me doing different. Yeah, exactly. You guys do different. Is this our first time recording an episode since we went to New York City and Washington D.C. to do those live shows? Oh, I think it is. First mm-hmm. and foremost, well, I guess it's not first. This is like the fourth thing we've talked about. Mm-hmm. We First have to most. thank everyone who came out to New York City and Washington, D.C. Those shows were so much fun, and the energy in the room was so great. <laughs> I agree. I had, um, I mean, the people that I met were so nice and lovely. There is a sweet woman named Emily who made me cry, and then after I started talking to her, and we cried, and then I cried later about it, too. Hmm. So basically, and- I'm saying is everyone made me cry. <laughs> Okay, oh. well, if someone makes you cry three times and they're a sweet woman, I think I am owed an apology uh, because <laughs> I have been mislabeled several Nagging times you. on this show. I feel like when, especially in New York, I will say when we took the stage in New York, it felt like we were the freaking Arctic monkeys. What a what a pull! Yeah, okay, huh, yeah, <laughs> wild. Um, felt like such a hot audience. That was I feel like that was the, that was the loudest reception we've ever received for a live show. Arctic monkeys. That's a UK band, correct? No. So, oh, it's fine. Yeah, they hey, are. They are. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not mad at anyone. <laughs> they are uh, British. But I had a great time, and it was so nice meeting everybody, and I appreciate everyone coming and hanging out. And the people who brought riddles, too. Angels. The people who brought riddles. We also had people bring nice gifts. Someone yes. painted portraits of us, which were yes. incredible. We got Very a cool. puzzle box with some prizes inside. Prizes. Gifts inside. What's the difference? Lots of people wearing merch. Lots, Lots of people, people wearing merch. Yeah. Someone Not wearing... ours. No. Just merch. Just people yeah. were wearing things they bought at shop. Patagonia, mm-hmm. Urban mm-hmm. Outfitters. Someone, Outfitters. Someone was kind enough to buy me a beer mid-show. Oh, yeah, that was me. That with was my, pretty cool. With my money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, they were reimbursed. <laughs> Let's thought... not get into the specifics of how yeah, it went down, but yes, they didn't yes, pay yes, for the beer, yes. really. Wow, we look how dusty more... my computer is. What I know is so crazy. I think something is wrong with my apartment because there is huh. a layer of like grimy dust. I have built-ins. Like it's a very Chicago-y thing to have built-ins, mm-hmm. but I have built-ins in my place, and I dust them like every other day. And every time I dust them, it's like a layer of like black soot on it. And I go, yeah. I'm breathing that in. Yeah, the dog's breathing that in. Am You're I middle. okay? Uh, I don't want to alarm you. That is a, because I'm kind of an expert on this subject, mm-hmm. uh, that is a big red flag for a house being haunted. Yes. Oh, Aaron, I don't want to alarm you, but uh, you're so poisoned that we're not even recording an episode of Hey Riddle Riddle right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're hallucinating it. 
anyways, I, I mean, yeah, Aaron, it's probably pretty bad for your health. Uh, speaking of bad for your health, Adel, I wanted to check in on you. I know that um, recently Chicago got some uh, some heavy rain, and I uh... I checked in on my number one guy as I was downstairs uh, uh, scooping water out of my basement to be like, hey, how's the basement? Then I remembered, I think you're out of town. I think you might be out of town right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it yeah. was pretty bad. Uh, yeah. My base, my basement's flooded before. Uh-huh. Nothing too extreme. Ma- very manageable. This was by far the worst I've ever gotten. And luckily, please tell for- me, please tell me, did any of your junk or trash get ruined? Well, I would be <laughs> heartbroken if your junk or trash got ruined. I was just about to say, two years living into my house, and for some reason, everything I own is on the basement floor. <laughs> so. I had some stuff get ruined. Okay. Um, but I'm sorry. I am sorry. Too. I know JBC is here to make fun of you, but I'm here for sympathy. This is yeah. the curse of having so much shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say, from all the apartments I've lived in Chicago, I feel like four of them have flooded. Now I have a house, and it's flooded. So I think five out of my yeah like eight abodes in Chicago have flooded, and I've lost. I want to say over those the years I've lived in Chicago, I've probably lost forty percent of my shit. Hey, I gotta say, to water damage. A few more floods, you might learn a lesson, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm no homeowner, but what does one do when their basement floods? What are what's the checklist? Uh, uh, well, a, first build a boat. Get two of every animal. What you do is, I think, I think that there's a ton of things. Like, well, as I googled it after it happened, I think there's a ton of things that you could do to prevent it in the first place. But since well, I had late. done none of those, <laughs> since I had done none of those, <laughs> a little hard. Uh, I was lucky in that I. Uh, caught it as it was happening. Uh, sorry for the graphic uh, 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 nature of this, but um, I was in my basement uh, taking a, well, I would say, a shit. Pounded smooth. I heard my plumbing underneath me go, glug, 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 and I was like, get off the toilet now. <laughs> and then I r- rushed outside and just saw like huge amounts of water uh, pooling up. And so I took a bucket and was like clearing water outside in the pouring rain with a bucket Oof. so that the sewer system would have time to like let it go down. And then uh, me and Mariah and Mariah's mom who was staying with us took towels and just like tried to sop up as much water. And then I used a broom to try to push water into a drain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and luckily, when the rain stopped, the flooding stopped. And we were like working. We were like working like an old timey fireman's bucket team just around the clock <laughs> trying to like... <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the fu- get the uh, the flood under control. Oh, man, and, and luckily so it was not so bad for us, but it was it was scary just to see like water seeping from inside of the walls as the sewer overflowed. It's that's terrible. It seemed Did it warp like this your was floors? No, well then you have to for like 48 hours afterwards you just have to I had like little fans. I just had right. fans going everywhere to try to keep the uh the mold out. And luckily my basement is finished and it's finished with like tile for flooding. Like mm-hmm. so it really is as simple as just like sweep the water into the drain. Yeah. Uh it, I did see somewhere that it's I mean this was like a pretty epic oh, flood. It's bad. There was yeah. like water shooting 10 stories high out of sewer drain. Like it was insane. And Whoa. I read an article that was like this is the worst uh, flood that Chicago has had in two years, and I yeah. was like, two years. This yeah, seems pretty... like once in a generation. Like this seems every hundred years bad. And I'm like, this sucks that it's only as bad as two years ago. Well, what's also funny is if you go into like the city of Chicago's website and you're like, look at like what what about floods? They're like, hey, yeah, this is Chicago, and your basement will get flooded, and we really <laughs> wish you the best. Good yeah. luck with the city of Chicago. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> Aaron, did your basement get too much sun? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. No, but last night I'm 
It's so hot in LA. It's How too hot. hot. How hot is it? it? It's so hot in LA that people who've lived here a long time say that it's scary how hot it is. People, but okay, I on. did. I don't Some know if I live in town uh-huh. says scary. I don't. JPC, do you get the joke? I don't. It's, it's not a joke. It? It's so. Maybe hot. I'm not meant to get. I'm not a comedian anymore. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, this is like a Bill Hicks story. Oh, got yeah. it, got it. Why well, I love Bill Hicks? But I did a the wet smoking man's comedian. show last night at the Yard Theater at 9 p.m. And uh-huh. I felt a little like oh, like weird when I went physically, and I was like, but it's gonna be fine. I'm good. And then uh, once I got on stage, I was like, uh oh. And it was so hot on stage, and I felt so nauseous. How hot I- was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's still JBC. funny. It's still funny. I, I missed it. I missed keeps, it, but it's funny. She keeps asking for the- Anyways, the, the room was land? spinning for me, and I felt like I was going to throw up, and I went, oh my God, I'm actually about to throw up on stage at a What Bus show. Lots of Chicago comedy people. I know the Tim Lyons was there. Didn't get to okay. say hi to him because afterwards I was laying on the a green room floor with uh, a water bottle on my head. Sure, but of I course. got so sick on stage and I don't remember How the sick? last few. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, I'm sorry. God blessed you with patience. Use that patience. <laughs> um, uh, but anyways, I was like, oh God, I don't remember any of the show. I It certainly wasn't funny, the things I was saying or doing. Uh after like once the show was over, I like grasped onto a lead mentor and I was like, I need help. I need help. You need to help. I need help. Uh, but it, that's how hot it is. I would take rain over that feeling. I was dying. I almost died on stage. I would love to interview someone who saw that show and ask about like what you like. I can just see like, well, they'd be like, Beverly, it seems like the uh, it's time for our sandwiches at the club. And you're just going like, so doing an Adam Sandler impression? Yeah. And they were being so physical in the show because they were being funny and good comedians. And I was like, I actually think I'll die. If you were at that show and you're a listener of this, can you message me and let me know what moment you realized that I was not okay? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know. I yeah. will say, having performed quite a bit with you, you also will, like I, we've done world news shows where you're phenomenal. You were brilliant and so funny. But. And you get off, you get off <laughs> stage, but. And then we get off stage and you're like, oh my God, I was so checked out. I don't, I did not get a, a single like laugh or anything. And I'm like, Aaron, you crushed. So I think I, I trust you, but I think also that you're your harshest critic. Sounds like you don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, a- is it gaslighting if I'm trying to build you up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just not good. It's not, you're just not good at gaslighting. You're gaslighting wrong. I had a bad show. Aaron, you were wonderful. You're gaslighting me. You're uh, gaslighting me. Uh, <laughs> my uh, lived experience. I, I remember when I was younger, I would do improv shows if I felt like shit, and I would be like, oh, man, I, I feel bad. I'd still do a show. Eventually, I got to the point where I was like, look, this is not that important. If I feel sick, I'm not going to yeah. do the show, and then I will feel better tomorrow instead of definitely getting sick for like four days because I uh, pushed myself. But I can remember... Doing a Devil's Daughter show, which is my uh, old improv uh, uh, Herald team at IO, doing a show. You can feeling see them like at the ass. annoyance. Sorry, what's they're that? Still, they're still performing and they're great. They are you still performing. Yes, <laughs> uh, I I remember doing a show, feeling like ass, but like doing really well in the show, and then coming backstage and just my body shutting down. My body yep. was just like, "We gave you twenty five minutes, and that's all you are going to get." And you use it on that. I will say, <laughs> the the sickest I've ever, one of the sickest times I've ever been in my life was World News Tonight was doing a residency in Des Moines for like Mm -hmm. a week. Arnie Niekamp and myself split a sauerkraut pizza in Des Moines, Iowa, 
We go to do the show. We are sick as dogs. We can barely stand. We're both sweating profusely. We're both, it's coming out of both ends like a fire hose. We, the cast is only five people, I think. So if we sit out, it's three people for like an hour and a half show. Oh, so yeah. we're like, we're going to do it. We're not going to leave you all hanging. We do the show. We're both, I, I rarely use this term. I rarely like my improv. We were both incredible. The show was the best show of the whole residency. We get off stage. We both collapse to the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's truly wild that our bodies will like, like you said, JPC, the bodies are like, all right, I'll give you this length of leash and you do what you will with it. That natural process is for like useful stuff, like lifting a car off a baby and stuff. And we choose to do it to like do a fine improv show. That's how we use our like burst of adrenaline. My first SNL audition is the most sick I've ever been. The worst case of flu. (laughs) I had shit my pants in the hotel room an hour before I went. They did not have a bathroom. (laughs) Most New York hotel rooms do not have bathrooms. <laughs> they are so That's small they have like a little sink. <laughs> I picture I you was standing. throwing up in 30 Rock and then I had a sugar-free Red Bull <laughs> and then I went on stage and then I didn't get hired. <sighs> sugar-free though. Didn't get Again, would love they... to see that video of <laughs> that sick, sick lady trying Aaron, well, to will, make her comedy dreams. <laughs> I will say not to give you false hope, but they did just announce four new cast members. Do you wow. want me to see if you're one of them? Uh, I don't. I don't think I am. Okay, we'll check. Okay, I guess you don't want him to help you there. Uh, very weird. Hey, I got something for the show because <laughs> we do the show. Do you remember? I was just what trying show? to like this show. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I apologize to everyone for all of the gross uh, stuff that we mentioned, but it was actually is very necessary that we mentioned it because we have to do whatever we want. Uh, but what we're going to do now is we're going to do something that nobody wants, which is a segment that I'm I'm calling. I'm introducing this new segment to the show as a special type of segment, and we're going to see a lot of these in the future from JPC. They're called one and done segments, uh, mm. where I do the segment, nobody likes it, and we never have to do it again. <laughs> I like it. See, I think you <laughs> underestimate our audience a lot, JPC. Because you did that, uh, what episodes of Bones have I seen game on the Patreon? And you had the same attitude about that. And I got to tell you, I think we've maybe gotten like 60 messages to people are like, bring back the ridiculous Bones (laughs) game. People did like the Bones game. Okay, so this, this, uh, this segment is called Paul Ruddles. So I have some Paul Ruddles, uh, which are Paul Ruddles. Based riddles, they're not really uh, for the two of you. And the way that this is going to work is I unfortunately um, I, already love this, so I love I not doing this segment again. <laughs> I texted Casey. I said, "Casey, is there a way that I could share my screen?" And Casey said some bullshit like, "I'm asleep. Don't text me." Uh, and so instead, what I've done is I have uh, I've I shared a Google uh, Doc in the chat. And if you are listening at home and you want to play along. And you're saying, hey, uh, JPC, you're about to describe a very visual game that I can't enjoy in the podcast wrong because you can click the link in the show description and you can play along if you so choose. But uh, the two of you, you have a, a link in front of you and that link is going to have 10 different uh, photos of Paul Rudd movies on okay, it. Okay, it says access okay. denied, request sent. You'll get an email letting you know if your request was approved. Yeah. yeah that sucks. Hold on. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah, I got the change. same thing. This, wow. Let's see. Owner, general access. Is this part of the game? Is this like an escape room where we have to figure out how to get access in Google Docs? Oh, okay. Anyone with the link can view. Try it again. Try it again. I'm good. Uh. <laughs> okay, Alan and I are done. actually going to go to the mall instead. Woo! We're going to get our butts pierced. So what we have is we have 10 different uh, Paul Rudd movies, screenshots of Paul Rudd movies, and you have to tell me, uh, you can't Google it, you can't look around, you have to tell me what Paul Rudd movie this is from. Mm. And 
for all the people who aren't playing along at home and, uh, and using the link, you also have to kind of describe what you see because I'm not going to work for you. Okay, it's a visual. It's not a visual podcast. It's an audio medium. So you have to Great. kind of describe it. All right. Well, uh, so- the first photo is of JPC doing a thumbs down at us and flipping us off at the same time. And he's on a motorcycle. Uh-huh. I should have done some like nasty photos of like, people's butts <laughs> and stuff like that. Like somebody getting Eiffel Towered. Well, the These are all Paul Rudd movies. Is mm-hmm. it um looks like some sort of party and Paul Rudd is dressed like an astronaut and there's other okay. people in different costumes and there seems to be like glitter falling from the ceiling. Yes, um correct. and lots of movement, lots of joy. I think I know what this is from, but Adel, do you have a thought? Here's what I'll say. It seems like everyone is dressed in like Victorian garb, Uh except for Paul Rudd is dressed like an astronaut. So it seems like he, I don't know if he had like a weird walk on role in like, um, boy, some sort of uh, Sense and Sensibility remake or something where he was an astronaut fell to Earth. Uh, if that's like a fun crossover, that could be fun. I would like to see that movie. I, I trust Paul Rudd with that. I trust him with the concept. He looks, here's the thing. I trust he him looks, with my life. <laughs> he looks young in this movie, but that's a trick because he looks young in every movie. Yeah, that's the thing with Paul Ruddles. They're all going to look young. Uh, I've never seen the movie, but something makes me want to say that this is like 400 cigarettes. Is that a movie? Uh, no, but it's close to the name of a movie that Paul Rudd was in. Oh, okay. It's very close. I think he was in a movie called 200 Cigarettes. Is this 200 Cigarettes? Uh, no, <laughs> it's not. Aaron, Aaron, do you know it? You said? I have a thought. I think Aaron, it might be the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet. Aaron, this is a screenshot from Romeo plus Juliet, where I think Paul Rudd played like the prince or something like this. So this is no, uh, he played like mm. Mercutio or something. No, Mercutio. <laughs> I think he played what I said he played because I just looked it up. Oh, uh, okay, you're right. Never <laughs> mind. From, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is from 1996. Uh, okay, here you go. Are you ready for your 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 second your second Paul Ruddle? Yes, I am. Okay, so what do you what do you see in this second Paul Ruddle? Okay, Aaron, I'll describe this one if you don't mind. Yes, please. Paul Rudd is behind the wheel of what looks to be some sort of farm vehicle. Uh, Mm -hmm. He could not look happier, and sitting next to him, shotgun, is Tobin Maguire, who could not look less interested in what's happening. Paul Rudd has his sleeves rolled up. He has a nice-looking watch, and he has sort of an old-timey, I would say like an old-timey golf cap or something. Yeah, yeah. Um. Kind of a news newsy cap? Is that like a newsboy cap? Aaron, you would be better expert than I on that question. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not quite a newsboy cap. I'd call it like a Gatsby cap, like a yeah, or like, like a, a 19- poor person in Great Gatsby. Yes, or like a 1910s baseball player cap. Um, One of I my would... biggest blind spots with is with hat knowledge, because a lot of hats are called specific things, and uh-huh. I know like snapback, and that's it. <laughs> I know pork pie, and I want to say top hat. Yeah, yeah. And baseball caps. Uh, I want. I think I know what this is. Aaron, do you know? Uh, you go for it. I believe this is um a this is I believe a movie based on a book by one of my favorite authors. Wow. I believe is this Cider House Rules? You are absolutely correct. This is Cider House Rules. Great. Um, How did you pick these screenshots? What was your So I wanted to give you guys a chance like this one has um, uh, either Tom McGuire or Elijah Wood. It's got one of those guys in it. And so I was like, if if you just saw Paul Rudd, you might not be able to get the movie, but maybe with some context clues, uh, because I think the Cider House rules is pretty obscure. And to that point, I would like to see a a brief scene. Um, This is just going to be a scene from the movie Cider House rules. Good luck to you. (laughs) Hey, Darlene, Darlene. Uh, Darlene. 
Do you see the cider house? That rules! Wow, that does rule. Wait, pours you a cider? You're up way past your bedtime, and you know oh what God. the house rules are. Oh man, stay up too late, go on a date? Yeah. Looks Will you be my date? What'd you say? Are we close? Sorry, JPC, are we close? Can I mean, you point this, us in the right direction? Is this... Oh, I'm in a different fucking state of mind right now. Totally, <laughs> are you in a New York, totally in a New York state of mind? Off. Yeah. Man, I can't believe we're in Vermont. I think. JPC looks at JPC. New Hampshire or Vermont? It's either... Well, John Irving tends to write about New Hampshire, so it's probably New Hampshire? I mean, Adel said he was his favorite book or whatever, so it's like, <laughs> you should know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of my yeah, favorite that... authors, John Irving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This I, is... I believe the the book and the movie is about abortion. Yeah, could be. Uh, this is your <laughs> this is your third Paul Ruddle. Uh, this is your third Paul Ruddle. Okay. I think this one this one I feel like uh, for Paul Rudd fans should be a pretty gimme, a pretty easy one. Pretty gimme. Oh yes. Uh, Aaron, yeah. You I mean, this, this is one? my okay. Yeah, I'll describe. This is peak Rudd. My favorite, for sure. Um, Paul Rudd is wearing a jean jacket and cool mm-hmm, sunglasses, mm-hmm. and his hair's a little long. Um, and there's like wood paneling behind him. And this is from What Hot American Summer, and it's my favorite role he's ever done. Okay, that one, that one, it's a very good role. That one was pretty easy. So I'm going to give you a harder one. Go on to number four. This is your fourth par- Paul Ruddle. I think that this one is a little bit harder. I will say, just to backtrack slightly to What Hot American Summer, I will say the first time I saw that, I laughed harder than I have at any movie, and especially when Paul Rudd takes that kid in the van, and the kid goes, where are we going? And he goes, secret pizza party, and then he shoves him out of the van. Yep. Paul Rudd's great in that movie. Very good. Him and Christopher Maloney are stars. Uh, when he knocks over the plate, and she makes him pick it up, and he's pissed, yeah. is, I think, the best moment in any comedy. That's got to be number one for me. If you haven't seen, Wet Hot American Summer and What We Do in the Shadows are the two best comedies of the last, I want to say, 50 years. 50 years. Impressive. I'll, I stand by that. I stand by that. Um, I understand that. Uh, this next I'll, one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You describe it, please. Uh, so here we have Paul Rudd, and he's dressed in sort of 70s garb. Mm-hmm. He's arm in arm with one Will Farrow. Will Farrow? Um, Farrell. Yeah, Mia, Farrow's, Mia Will, Farrow's father. Will Farrow towers over him. They Feral. both have big shit-eating grins, uh, long-legged, uh, big cuff pants, and this has got to be, I don't know if it's number one or number two. Aaron, I'm sure you know the movie as well? Yeah, so it's Anchorman, but I okay. think it might be two. Is it two? Wow, okay, I was trying to trip you guys up, but they both have little afros on, so yes, this is Anchorman 2, nice. a movie that I have not technically seen. When I was pulling screenshots, I was like, I think I saw that, and then I was like, wait, no, I didn't. Like, I definitely didn't see this. <laughs> Uh, came out in 2013. Okay, we got to move uh, on to the next one. Uh, uh, do we yep. have time for a scene? Yes, we do. I would love to see a scene from the two of you. Um, and this is uh, in the 70s. This is the two of you trying to put on the podcast. Uh, at the time, it would be called a radio play. Hey, Riddle, Riddle, during the 70s. Hey, and welcome back to Hey, Riddle, Riddle. I'm Aaron Keefe. Far out. I'm JPC. <laughs> Where am I? Well, I'm in one of my favorite places, right in front of a microphone at a big recording studio in Hollywood, California. And we're bringing you the radio play, Hey, Riddle Riddle. And JPC, you know what I love about our show? 
weeds a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, and our hair's the exact same length. And everything's exact same length. Have you been watching anything on TV lately? Oh, uh, which one of the four channels are you talking about? <laughs> Good point. I- I've been watching this new show called SNL. Disco Uh-oh. break. <laughs> We're gonna go, let's play our disco track, everybody, and spin that record. Well, I got up in the morning and I'm feeling all right. Hit the floor with my friends and we keeping it tight. Dancing all day, all night, all afternoon. Dancing all day, all night, all afternoon. Coke, 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 doing Coke. Coke, 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 Coke doing Coke. Doing Coke. Coke, 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 doing Coke. Coke, 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 doing Coke. And that was our little disco break. Uh, and now for the news, we've lost Vietnam. <laughs> See, that's a loss. <laughs> this next photo um, is uh, what I believe to be the back of Ben Stiller's head looking wow. at a Re- businessman, Paul Rudd. Really great eye. Really great eye on back of Ben Stiller's head. Mm-hmm. On the steps mm-hmm. of the Met, uh, it looks like, in New York City with a little mm-hmm. boy who's wearing a like private school uniform. And Paul Rudd has one of those hilarious 2000s earpiece phone things and a suitcase. And I believe that this is Night at the Museum. Wow. 10 out of 10, Aaron. You got back of Ben Stiller's head. You got the Met. You got Night at the Museum. Congratulations. That's, uh, that's from 2006. All right. Now, this, this next one I think is going to be a stumper. Next one, number six, is going to be a stumper for you guys in your sixth Paul Ruddle of the day. Wow. Okay. I'll describe this one. So this okay. is yeah. a tight close-up. Could not be tighter. Could be. No. Of yeah. Paul Rudd and a mysterious, uh, beautiful woman. Uh, they seem like they're about to kiss. Paul Rudd's eyes are closed. Hers are looking down at his mouth. Mm-hmm. Her arms are wrapped around his neck. Um, I his shirt looks very modern. Her wardrobe looks a little older. Okay. I have no idea what this is from. He looks this is the youngest he's looked I think out of all the pictures. Now, now you are unable to tell to determine um the woman who is in this photo with Paul Rudd. Aaron, do you have a guess as to who this woman is? I think that this woman might be Jessica Alba. Okay. And I will go he, ahead and say that you are correct in that this is great. Jessica Alba. And then I I I do not know the name of this and I okay. was actually thought it might be a TV show. But the only thing I know that he was ever in with her, and maybe I'm wrong, because this could be from the 90s, but is David Wayne. Aaron. This is a David Wayne something. You're correct. I, I don't I know, know the name of I it. Know the, I think I know the movie. Ow. What is it? It's I've never movie? seen it, but I know of it. It's something I've wanted to watch for a long time. Is it The Ten Commandments? This is a movie called The Ten from 2007. Oh, the it, 10. Was, it was not well received. It is one of my favorite movies. I, I really, really enjoyed The Ten. There are some jokes that don't age well. There are some jokes that I think are very, very funny in this but movie. But it's 10 shorts all based on The Ten Commandments. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a stellar cast uh, as well. Um, highly recommend The Ten. Okay. Go on to your, the, the, the next one. Number seven, if you're Paul Ruddles. This is kind of a gimme. Aaron, I think it is your turn to describe what you see here. Uh, yes. So... Uh, we see Paul Rudd, shocker, uh, and he is dressed up sort of as like a parody John Lennon type uh, okay, so. <laughs> from when they are in uh, like India, that phase of the Beatles, um, uh-huh. and uh, which leads me to believe that this is from the movie Walk Hard. 
The Dewey Cox story. uh, Partial credit goes to Adel for finishing it off. It (laughs) is uh, well card. uh, uh, Colon, the Dewey Cox story, also from 2007. Busy year for Mr. Paul Rudd. Okay, here we go. I believe, uh, one, it's funny that uh, this is called Paul Ruddles and he's playing John Lennon, if you know (laughs) uh, that reference. Uh, Two, I think his cohorts in this are Justin Long as George Harrison and Jack Black as Ringo? Again, it's a very funny scene. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Adel, you are. I think you are up to describe this next one. But I, if my gut is correct, I think Aaron has a better chance of getting this one. Okay, this is uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, this is a wide shot. It's him sitting on a metal park bench, presumably in New York City. This looks like a New York City shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's sitting, looking concerned, um, sitting next to a very frazzled Reese Witherspoon, who is gesticulating like she is describing something really frustrating that just happened. Um, she ha- seems to have a huge purse or backpack on her shoulder. Kind of like, looks like a black trash bag. <laughs> yeah, it looks like she got kicked out of her house, but she's like, like a glade bag. Yeah, <laughs> but she's like a 19 year old kid living in with five roommates. Um, but she's dressed very nicely. Otherwise, uh, do you have a guess as to what this M- Paul Rudd Ruddle answer uh, might be? It's got to be a rom com, but mm-hmm. I, this is this escapes my grasp. I do not believe I've seen this movie, Aaron. Um, so if it. If this is the movie I was thinking of, uh, okay. Sean watched a bunch of rom-coms he hadn't seen, and I walked in and he was watching this, and I remember thinking that this was so terrible. I don't, I'm not 100% sure I know the name. Is it Home something? No, it, but is that it is a very good front? guess for Reese Red? Like no. Red Home? No, it is not that. Can we get the it's year? It's terrible. Whatever this movie 2010. is, it's terrible. 2010. That's yeah. uh, the worst. <laughs> it's oh, literally yeah. the worst year you could have said. I know. It's far It's far enough back that I couldn't remember, and it's I, recent enough that I couldn't remember. I seen that. I saw this movie. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens in it. This is the 2010 movie, Adel? Oh, well, I was going to say, it does. I, a new clue I picked up in the back room. It does seem like there's poinsettias and <laughs> Christmas lights. Is That'll this a Christmas movie? That'll get you there. But there's no uh, snow. I, there's no snow on the ground. I truly don't know. Okay. This is 2010's uh, Paul Rudd's How Do You Know? How Do You Know? That can't uh, be well, a real it movie. Was saw, it, saw it probably around 2010. Could not tell you what it's about. That can't be real. Uh, okay, so the the last two I think are going to be... The, the, this one might be the hardest. This The the ninth Paul Ruddle of the show may be the hardest to, to determine. So this is Paul Rudd. Do you Rudd have a guess? Okay, Aaron. Looking like he's in like... An Al Pacino movie. Uh, he has like an orange button-down shirt with gold chains and a gun, and he's at some sort of like yacht club boat place. Um, and his hair is brushed forward over his forehead, and he has a white um, jacket on. I don't know what this is from. This is not it's, even ringing any bells. <laughs> it's truly a one for one for Al Pacino and Scarface. Yes. Um, seeming, seemingly in Miami, which is where I believe Scarface takes place. Is this? I want to say that this is another. Oh, this is man. either that Adam that Adam Scott John Hamm thing they did on mm. like Adult Swim, or mm. this is um, David Wayne made another comedy that was like really goofy, where Mike mm. Shannon played like a ex husband or something. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Gonna, I do know what you're talking about. It's not going to help you hear it at all. Okay. You were very close when you <sighs> when you guessed the location of this. Oh, it's Miami Vice. Uh, no, would did they make that into like a movie? They remade it. Well, it was a TV show. They remade oh. it with Jamie Foxx and someone else. These are these are all going to be movies. These are, I, I did not pick any Paul Rudd TV shows. Okay. Well, Miami but, Vice was a movie. But in Miami is in the title. Miami. 
2007, this movie came out. 2007. Once Upon a Time in Miami. Saw it in the theaters, had a great time. Miami's in the I title? I have no idea. Also, wow. also, also, this this movie was based off a TV show. Oh, boy. And it's not Miami Vice? And it's not Miami Vice. Did the TV show have Miami in the name? No, My, but the movie Midnight title does. Midnight in Miami. Miami. <laughs> Scar Miami. Miami, Miami yeah. Face. This is this is um, him East playing like a, 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 a very much a Pacino drug kingpin in the movie Reno 911 Miami. Oh, oh I haven't okay, seen the movie, yeah, but I yeah. love the TV show. The Reno 911 Miami has a great walk on gag where uh, the rock, I think is I think it's the rock is like whipping them all into shape. And he's like, uh, you know, coming in to like make them a proper police force. And at one point he drops a grenade, the rock and his like cameo appearance. And then he like follows the grenade into a room like he keeps kicking it into a room. And then the room just blows up when he goes into it. Very funny cameo. That's great. Uh, okay, here we go. This is our last Paul Ruddle of the day, and probably okay. forever. Uh, <laughs> this segment. <laughs> this is this is number ten. Uh, this one is a movie that I don't th- even think I've seen. So uh, uh, right. I think was it Aaron? Is it your? Ch- is it no? It's Adel. Adel, can you mm-hmm. please describe? Okay, this is the weirdest we've seen Paul Rudd look. He's dressed like Adel or Fi. Um, <laughs> kind of, yeah. He has long, sort of hippieish. Uh, he basically he looks exactly like Eddie Vedder. Um, like if you squint, you'd be like, that's for sure. Eddie Vedder. He has a, like a hiking backpack on with a big old metal bar. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very high in his back, like a hiking bag would be. And he's giving like a sideway thumbs up almost as if he's rating this segment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's more up than down though. So I will accept that. But it looks, basically it looks like he's about to give a thumbs up to try and catch a ride with a, uh, like hitchhike. Okay. Uh, I want to say behind him is probably Portland or Seattle. Yeah, it's a cafe, so. Yeah, it's probably somewhere in the uh, northwest, specifically. Um, I have I have no idea. Aaron? I, I have a guess, but I feel like this is very foggy to me. Is it our idiot brother? Aaron, you have nailed it. You have wow. won Paul Ruddles. I've never seen uh, that. That is 2011's Our Idiot Brother. I haven't seen it either. There, Honestly, Paul Rudd works a lot, and there's a lot of Paul Rudd movies that I simply have not seen. So, so he was both in Our Idiot Brother and Dinner for Schmucks. Isn't that fucked up that he gets cast so much in these movies? <laughs> he wasn't the schmuck, charming. Though. He's so charming. Yeah, he wasn't the schmuck. Um, okay, well, that is Paul Ruddles. Uh, thank you all for playing, Woo! and thank you all for playing along at home. Um, remember, this: uh, if you, if you, if you want to see the photos, you can just click that link in the episode description, and then uh, it'll say, access the night, you have to request access, and then <laughs> uh, you'll email the show, and I'll be like, I don't know what to do. I, I already, I think it's good. I think it's live. I don't know how to fix that. Uh, but you know what? We'll, all, we'll figure it out after a little break. <laughs> Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. Like a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could, oh, did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have, pops up into the frame immediately. If you, like I bought my mom a frame, I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Uh, yeah, people can I can actually see that. see that sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop crying. me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. <laughs> it's perfect for Mother's mm. Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to I want her to see the stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um, you know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, no one does. Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back, which brings us to our final segment of the show. I believe, JPC, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. 20 minutes of plugs. <laughs> People would be so pissed. <laughs> Number one. People <laughs> would be so pissed. This is sort of like our pop culture happy hour, what's making us happy segment. Mm-hmm, we just mm-hmm. plug for 20 minutes. I think that's fun. <laughs> it's going a long way in getting us to like the show. <laughs> no, I, I, would, I think I would be, um, I'd be absolutely torn apart of the message boards mm-hmm. if I didn't include at least a couple uh, riddles in today's episode. Uh, even though the segment... Paul Ruddles, I was technically like 10 riddles, so... Yeah, I would I would say I really enjoyed that segment. I was just saying during break, it's cool to have a visual component for once um, mm-hmm. because we don't typically have that. So that was it, here in the studio, quote unquote. It was very delightful. I enjoyed that very much. So don't worry okay. about what other people think. I loved it. And if you have any pictures of Paul Rudd uh, that you want us to use in a future <laughs> version of Paul Ruddles, go ahead and email them to hrrpodcast at gmail.com. Just photos of Paul Rudd. Please do not include any additional context. Additional context will be ignored. <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to send us just photos of Paul Rudd. Probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, don't Probably do Probably get those forever. <laughs> <laughs> we should make it. Well, we should have a spinoff show called Rudcast where we just describe all those photos sent. No context. We just describe <laughs> photos of Paul Rudd in as much detail as possible. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if uh, people are interested in that, there's He's some market for it. He's wearing sort of azure blue socks that <laughs> run up his thigh like a boa constrictor tightening around his limbs. Um, I-, I do have a riddle here, and this one was submitted by Joe R. And Joe R. has been listening since episode three, loves the podcast, I'll listen till I die. Uh, I guess we'll see, because uh, that was that riddle ca- that. Email came in uh, a couple years ago, and so either 
Joe R made it through and they're still alive or they are a liar and they stopped <laughs> listening. So, uh, But here's the riddle. I sail across two rows of teeth. I connect two seas that never seeth. Zipper. Okay, if we had to dis- Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You- I said Aaron zipper. and Adel both talked at the same time and Adel was saying Adel was saying something and Aaron said the exact answer to the riddle. <laughs> um, like Adel was like stalling. <laughs> um uh, yes, Aaron, please. Uh, JPC, you're a zipper, Adel, you're a button, and you guys are at a bar talking. <laughs> I mean, just non-stop. It just feels like clasp, mm. unclasp, clasp, unclasp. It's just, mm. it's exhausting, you know? How's, how's, uh, how's it been for you? Uh, ups and downs, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. Uh, here, God. My whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm is I don't understand why I can't just be left down, right. why I have to be put back up, okay? Well, yes, and I've seen you left down. It doesn't look bad, and then people say X, Y, Z, and then you go back up again. And then I go back up again. But honestly, if you're doing it right, nobody can see anything. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's just... Gentlemen, another round? Um, yeah. Uh, my treat, whatever you want, Zipper. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't do anything round. Um, can I get a line? Yeah, you can yeah, go of ahead course. put the line of cocaine down on the bar. A round for my friend and a line, a line for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It must be new. The bartender must be new because... What's your name, sweetie? Hmm? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm a clasp. Oh, wow. You. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm taking it back. I just don't typically see you uh, type around here. Yeah. Type? It, well, look... We're, we're, we are. We apologize in advance because, again, yeah, I I gotta be honest. You are the first class I've met in my adult life, so I just yeah. Because I'm usually used used for baby clothes. Uh, I'm used for baby clothes for little onesies at the bottom to clasp. Uh, Ashkash uh, bagash. That must be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, babies are cute. We love babies. We well, love. Babies. I I barely ever get to be around babies because obviously, um, but. Great, I'm gonna get bu- for, cool I'm gonna you. get belt buckle to throw you out of here. If you give me any oh, more please attitude. Don't. Please, please don't. don't. Please don't. I might I have I heard that people we'll are causing a little bit of trouble around here and might need to get thrown the fuck out of my bar? Uh belt buckle, hey, we were just Hey, no, we were just about how much you lift us up. And we are so happy that you started hiring clasp. Mm-hmm. So around here, like that's yeah. that's so fun that's for the bar, so and it's cool. great it's for the really community. Neat to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on your way, throw them out. All right. No, no, no. Clasp says you got to go, and that means you got to go. Get on up off of your bar stools and get the hell out of my bar. Okay, let me just. Oh, oh my pants fell down. Oh, 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 my pants fell down. Y'all can stay. See. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I, I please someone. I need that to be my alarm clock in the morning. Is just Adelaide. You can see on repeat going. Oh, my pants, oh, my pants fell down. Oh, my pants fell down. Clip it. Casey, clip it. Casey's back on the soundboard on the ones and twos. I guess he got his DoorDash. Casey, can we get a little uh, DoorDash update? How are we doing? What are we eating? Casey, DoorDash update right in the chat. Casey, now. 
Korean uh, corn dog cheese things. Absolute huh. panic. Absolute panic move. <laughs> Korean corn dog, corn dog cheese things. things. Jesus Christ. Okay, interesting. Okay, Either it's well, a corn dog or it's a cheese thing. Could have gone the rest of my life without hearing something uh, 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 as upsetting as Korean corn dog cheese things, but uh, here we are. Hmm. <sighs> Guess I get what I asked Ooh, for. mommy horny. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I'm so glad that that exists and we use that one now. <laughs> that one's fair. That one's fair to be used against me. Um, we have some more riddles from the Farmer's Almanac. This mm. one is coming at you from the year of our Lord, my brother in Christ, 1861. Are you ready for this? Yes. Yes. My number, definite and known, is 10 times 10, told 10 times or. Though half of me is one alone, and half exceeds all counts and score. Okay, what? So, Aaron, we have to keep that? in mind. We have to keep in mind this is before math what was invented. What the fuck so is the answer to this? This could be like soybeans. This could be like Is this a constellation. number? Well, it's either soybeans or a number. <laughs> it's one of the two. Uh, is it two? What is this? Is it the number Wait two? Wait a minute. What is this? <laughs> um, Is it 100? Is it 50? Is it a quarter? Is it a dollar? Is it dirt? Is it rain? Aaron, they didn't have dirt back then. Oh. It was called sod. Mm. Uh, JBC, can you read the riddle one more time? Yeah, dude. I would love to read you this riddle one more time. The riddle one more time is my number... Definite and known is 10 times 10 told 10 times or though half of me is one alone and half exceeds all count and score. Okay. Um, I don't fucking know. And I don't, I'm enjoying the show. I hate this riddle. I have to say any riddle that's math, any sort of logic puzzle. Yeah. I'm out. I, I will say that this, I think that this riddle is just kind of math and it's yeah. just, it, and it is a number. So if that Can helps you read you, it again, then yeah. Yeah, okay, so th- this time, just try to think of the number that you're trying to get from this, okay? Well, Here I will we say, it says half of me is one, so the answer should be two, unless it's 11. <laughs> My number, definite and known, okay? So we definitely uh, know this is okay. a number. Is 10 times 10 told 10 times or? Though half of me is one alone, and half exceeds all counts and score. So maybe it is like a 1,000 and one alone means it's all zeros? Mm-hmm. Because ten times ten times ten would be a thousand, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, this is eighteen sixty one, guys. They weren't getting too fancy. They didn't have calculators on their damn iPhones. All uh, candy was hard candy. Yeah, they didn't all have candy TV, was hard tech. So they were bored enough to write shit like this. Different. Yeah, eighteen sixty one. I think they only had four channels. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Carson was. I think it was Carson at the time. This is yeah, pre-Leno. It's, it's got to be pre-Leno. Yeah, pretty little can still get you pregnant. Boom! Jay. Okay. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do one more of these uh, farmers almanac riddles? I think these are real fun. Fine. Soon. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Soon as I'm made, I'm sought with care for one whole year consulted. That time elapsed, I'm thrown aside, neglected. And insulted. And this is from 1946. Ooh, you're my calendar girl. Can you read it again? Is this Marie Callender's? It's Marie Callender's. It's it's 1946. We're all just we're all hot to trot because we just showed those uh those Germans what for. <laughs> Soon as I'm made, I'm sought with care for one whole year consulted. That time elapsed, I'm thrown aside, neglected and insulted. Is it a calendar? 
Yeah, it is what Adel said. Uh, <laughs> I know, but I needed to get there on my own. I was going to say calendar or a fal- or a Falmer's Almanac. I, I would accept. Farmer's Almanac. I would accept both of them. Calendar or Farmer's Almanac. I would accept. I would accept both of them. I got confused because the first time you read it, my brain was just thinking about food. Mm. I was like, "What's something that's a food that lasts a year?" And then I wanted to hear it again, and I have no idea where I got food from. Okay, well, I want to see a, a, a quick scene. Here we go. Adel and Aaron, um, you are, uh, Adel, you are your farmer character from uh, earlier, so you get to revisit that. Yes. And Aaron, you are creating a farmer's almanac, so you're going around interviewing uh, farmers to see if they have any interesting information they can put in this year's farmer's almanac. Well, I appreciate you swinging by the farm. That couldn't have been an easy drive, but I do not have a knack for almonds. Uh, walnuts, I'm particular towards, but... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. that We get that a lot. Uh, this is not um, anything to do with almond, the nut. Uh, oh. We're actually just looking to see if you have any knowledge. We're looking to learn from you. Uh, oh. What do you know? Anything that you've uh, discovered, seen, learned uh, while working out here? Sure. Um, let's see. I noticed that cows tend to blend in with the grass if it turns uh, white and black. Um, I can tell when a tornado's coming due to my knee swelling up and also the funnel and the clouds. Mm. I can tell you, hey, you want to know a real piece of information? Yeah. Two farms over, sitting on 28 of the primest, choicest, juiciest acres you've ever seen is Farmer Williams. And he got that farm through murder. Put that in your book. Write it down. I just spoke to him this morning. Are you telling me that that... He's at your window. <gasps> hey, friend. Why don't you come in and uh, join us? Just to be clear, I am being invited inside of the house. He's a vampire. Oh, come he's on. a vampire. Man. <laughs> Blow up my whole spot. He only farms at night, and the crop that he reaps is blood. And this is, uh, can I just say, this is some bullshit. Because two weeks ago, when you needed a cup of sugar, I was happy to provide a cup of sugar. And my one stipulation was, you caught me in a very embarrassing moment for me when I was draining the blood from a local townsfolk. I said, I said, if anyone asks... Don't say the vampire thing. Man, the first person that come up here trying to do a farmer talk. You know now I got to kill all both of you. You know why? You know well, why I blew up your spot? I should head out. <laughs> no, well, you, you stay. You stay. You stay. You stay. You want to know why I blew up your spot? Why? I was insulted. You did not hypnotize me. Now, I've seen I've watched you from afar. I have binoculars. And I've seen you hypnotize all types of travelers who cars broke down in your front lawn. And you hypnotized them. You didn't even bother hypnotizing. No watch. No uh, arms in front of you. Nothing. Just gathering these papers. I'm just hanging out. Hang out for. No, I want a witness for this. I want a witness for this. I told you that I could only the only hypnotizing I know how to do is for sex. And I and I and I said I respect you as a competitor and a farmer too much to fuck you. So that's that's why I wanted to keep it just friends. And I told you Oh, she's asleep. She's asleep. Oh, did she just sound like crazy frog? Uh, crazy Frog going to sleep. <laughs> oh, crazy Frog. Uh, R.I.P. Crazy Frog. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, Crazy Frogs, why don't we do a fucking voicemail? Yay! Yum. What if hypothetically this podcast got a new answering machine? And what if hypothetically you thought us a nice thing? 
Is it sad that I would go see a concert that's just that song 20 times? <laughs> yeah, I think that we all would because we're absolute narcissists. <laughs> yeah, we totally yeah. would. We absolutely My would. My name's in that song. Big thanks again to Birdie uh, for submitting that theme song. Remember, if you want to do a voicemail theme song, just email us at hrrpodcast at gmail.com. Here's what you don't do. Do not call the voicemail line and it's... S- s- did you hear how good that sounded? Don't like talk a voicemail theme to us because that will that can't play that on the show. It's unlistenable. Well, I didn't know that before I did it. Uh, uh, amazing. Um, and uh, Casey, do we have any voicemail for today? Uh, hi guys, my name is uh, Michael Soletti. I'm a huge fan of the show. Uh, naturally, it'd be kind of crazy if I wasn't. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast a lot lately while going for walks at night uh, around my town outside of Austin. Uh, to keep a new tattoo out of the sun. And this makes my mother very nervous because she hears that Austin is dangerous these days and thinks I'm going to get mugged. So to put her mind at ease, I was hoping you guys could recommend me some ways to defend myself from attackers so I could tell her that I would do them and then she would feel better. Thanks so much. Hope you're all having a great day. Ooh, this is a good, this is a good question. I have two recommendations if you don't mind if I go first. No, please uh, lay it on Michael. Let's see it. Uh, number one is if someone starts to mug you or attack you, you just, if you're in Austin, uh, you just yell, Ooh, look, breakfast tacos. <laughs> Famously Torchy's truck, I believe has uh, yeah, delicious, uh, Migas tacos. That'll turn somebody. Breakfast tacos in Austin are <laughs> just fantastic. So just yell taco truck or breakfast tacos or Torchy's and they will turn around drooling and you can make mm-hmm. your getaway. Number two, I hate to say this. I think you're safe. I believe as of now, Griffin McElroy has moved out of Austin, Texas. I believe he's presiding in the Washington, D.C. area, perhaps. Ooh, bad, bad news for the people in uh, Washington, D.C. And we all know Griffin McElroy, just a nasty little bugger, just a real, a real criminal. Um, so I think you're safe. Well, here's the thing. I know one way you could do it is you go, oh, my gosh. You know what? Can I recommend something to you? You should listen to this podcast that I'm listening to. It's yes. technically a riddle podcast, but it's Smart. three comedians who do riddles and improv comedy. And then they go, Im- they hear the improv and then they take off running in the opposite direction. Mm. <laughs> I defy any mugger out there to get more than four Paul Ruddles into an episode of Hey Riddle Riddle without <laughs> loving it. <laughs> Uh, And my advice, if you are looking for something to do to defend yourself against a mugger, is stop talking to your mom. Uh, Simply Uh do not talk to her about that. Uh Don't tell her you're going for walks at night. If you want to do dangerous shit, just don't tell her that. Just say, (laughs) when mom calls, uh, say, mom, everything's going good. Work gave me another pat on the head. And everyone likes me there. (laughs) Keep it weird. (laughs) If I were a mom, I'd be like, work gave you a pat on the head. I'm coming to pick you up. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, uh, drop they- me off at work. I don't want the other employees to see you. I <laughs> uh, thank you for calling into the show. If you have a voicemail question you want to ask us, one eight zero five Riddle One is the number. And now that brings us to my favorite segment of the show. That is a segment that we like to call plugs. Adel, is there anything that you would like people to know about? Yes, there is. Thank you so much. I would like to plug, and I believe I've done this before. If not, forgive me. I would like to plug Aaron's plugs. Whatever Aaron says, Damn. I believe is just super important. Nice. I just want to really really vehemently sort of uh, impress upon you that Aaron's plugs today are super important. Uh, Aaron, anything to plug? Uh, damn. Um, I would like to plug pranking Adel. 
Um, hey, whoops. Thanks, thanks. That timing sucks. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know you were going to do that today. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, I fucked myself. Mess with it. If you see him in public, mess with him. Um, oh, no. Get his order wrong if you mm-hmm, take his mm-hmm, order at a restaurant. Been happening. At all. I'm sorry. Um, I would like to plug. So I'm a part of a show that is happening in L.A. now that is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Yard Theater. Next time I'm there, I won't faint on stage. and It'll be good and normal. We hope. Um, it's called uh, Chillax Comedy. Chai, C-H-I, and then L-A-X. Um, and mm. it's every week it's hosted by a different Chicago comedy team. And it's going to be nice. like 80% Chicago comedians in the shows. Um it's every Wednesday, and it's going to be so good. And I'm going to probably be there every week, whether or not I'm in it or not. But Wet Bus is in charge of the second week every month, if you wanted to see specifically Wet Bus. If not, if you want to just come hang out, get a drink with me, uh, Wednesdays at the Yard Theater. Hell yeah. Uh, very cool. And uh, one thing that I, I will plug on Aaron's behalf is Aaron wrote a very fun um Patreon show called Camp Solve Away. It's a two episode, uh, uh, so it'll be out for two weeks. Uh, Patreon stretch goal that we hit last month, so it is going to be on the Patreon, I believe, this Friday and next Friday. Um, so patreon.com shows hey, riddle riddle, uh, five dollars a month gets you access to Camp Solve Away, and it is very good. It's, it's, spooky. it's perfect timing to get your bones mm-hmm. all chilled in anticipation for Halloween. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, I am ceding my plug time to read a five-star review from iTunes. If you want to get yours read on the show, just go to Apple iTunes and submit a five-star review. This one is from Blackstar66, and a bit of a personal note from JPC. Fuck you, Blackstar66. Here we go. <laughs> Listen. Perfect people proposing perplexing puzzles, playing pretend, and puns practically pouring profusely. Profoundly preposterous premise for a podcast. Pee-pee-poo-poo potty pants party. I wow, got it person. in one. <laughs> you tried to fuck me, you tried to fuck me, but I found a way to get it in one. So take that, Black Star 66. And again, you can always submit one of those and make me read it on the show. That was a blast. More of those, more cool. stuff like that. More stuff like that to <laughs> fuck JPC. Aaron, I know that you are second Wednesday of, a mo- of the month over at the Yard Theater, but you were actually telling me the first Wednesday of the month they have another pretty cool show that you wanted to give a shout out to. It's called Jupiter. Bye. Adel, do you have anything to add? You have to do bye forever. Do you have to anything that you would like to say for the class? Oh, Aaron said bye. You're going to say bye forever, though. Jupiter bye bye forever. Do you do you realize how silly that sounds? Hey, nobody wants to be here, man. You can do whatever you like. Stop fighting. Hey there, Stretches and Goals. If you like that, you're going to love this week's Patreon. We hit our next Patreon stretch goal, so we bring you part one of the horror mystery series, Camp Solve Away. You can listen to that plus our entire back catalog at patreon.com slash heyriddleriddle by joining the Clue Crew for $5 a month or the Review Crew, and you get those ad-free episodes for $8 a month. See you there. That was a HeadGum Podcast.